Hi everyone, great to see you. My name is John Clark. Uh, I have the wonderful privilege of leading the whole Vineyard Church along with my wife Joni. As ever, we're praying for you, we're thinking about you every single day. If you need anything, just reach out. Give us a call, give us a FaceTime, send us a text, send us an email. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. So I'm speaking today from my desk at my office and I've been thinking about a thought, uh, an idea, a premise that I hope and pray will be really helpful to you in this season. And it's all about the idea of choice. I believe one of the greatest powers in all the world is the power to choose. And we may feel in this current season of life is that a lot of our choices have gone. Uh, we would get up every single day and we'd be able to do this or to do that and now we can't do much of what we would normally choose to do. But what I really hope is that we can redeem that idea of choice, that still recognise that though we may feel like we're not in control at the moment, that there are many things that we um, are victims to if you like, that we can still choose. We can still make good, wise, healthy choices every single day. Experts say that actually we make over 30,000 choices every single day. I was just thinking about, take eggs for instance, hard-boiled, soft-boiled, poached, scrambled, Soft scrambled, hard scrambled, omelets, frittatas, fried, sunny side up, over easy, over medium, over hard, baked. Maybe a lot of those you've never heard of because I'm married to an American. Um, I get some of those options and choices to make most weeks. So not exclusively because there are many other factors in life, but actually our choices in life determine life's possibilities and actually where we end up in life. And I think we often think in life is that we just, metaphorically speaking, we just go into a lift, we press a button, and we go to that next level in life or wherever we're supposed to be going. But actually, I believe that the lift is out of order, it's broken down, and life is all about taking the stairs. And those stairs are made of steps which are called choices and decisions. And every single day, uh, our lives are made up of thousands of choices that we make. And it's hard on our legs sometimes. It makes us out of breath. It's tough. It's difficult. Um, but we've been given this amazing privilege, this amazing ability to choose. And so we cannot um, control or choose our season at the moment but we can choose our song. We can choose how we wanna go about this season and do we wanna come out of it looking back on it and thinking, do you know what, I grew in this time. I grew in those weeks and in those months. I grew as a Christian. I grew closer to my family. I became more peaceful, more joyful, more loving. All the things that I long to become in God is that, through partnering with God, his divine power, Peter says, and with us making every effort, which is good choices, 
is that we are becoming like Jesus, which is our just greatest privilege and our greatest desire in our lives and in our hearts. You see, I think many people's approach to life is that we are victims of our circumstances. We kind of have a case of our, of our um, philosophy of life that whatever happens, happens. Just take what we're experiencing right now with this pandemic. We had no control over that. We didn't choose this. And yet many of us are just thinking that we are victims to our circumstances and what is happening. But I just want you to think about uh, how people grow in their faith. I want you to think about how people get healthy, how people have great marriages, how people have healthy bank balances. All these things never just happened. If we look at all these things, they happened with people making every single day good choices. You see, there are many things in life that we can't control. And we shouldn't try and change those things that we can't control. I think that's what brings actually a lot of anxiety and worry into people's lives. We should just be settled with some things in life that we have to accept and we can't change. How we look, who our family are. Um, we, we can't change um, the weather. We can't change the traffic. Uh, we can't change uh, what people say about us. There, there are many things in life, uh, a lot of the suffering and the pain that uh, many of us have gone through in different seasons of our life, we didn't choose a lot of those things. We can't control those things. And I think the greatest gift to ourselves and our own sanity is actually to accept those things that we can't change. But we should really, really be focusing every single day on the things that we can choose to do and the decisions that we can make that make positive change in our lives. The Bible seems to elevate making good choices. Um, if you read from the beginning in the garden, humanity was offered a choice and they chose poorly. And the fallout that we see in our worlds and in our lives right now is a consequence of that poor choice. We see in the book of Deuteronomy, a choice was laid out. Do you choose death or do you choose life? I love that verse in Joshua where it talks about choose for yourselves this day whom you shall serve. And Joshua replies, as for me and my house, as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Um, if we go and look into the Gospels and the life of Jesus and how he interacted with people, I noticed that he was constantly and frequently offering people choice and decisions that they had to make. He would almost like lay out his case and then people would have to respond to choose God or not to choose God, to follow him or to not follow him. Um, he would say, look, no man can serve two masters. You either serve him or you serve money. He talked about the narrow path and the wide road that leads to destruction, constantly offering choice to people. So let me ask you a question today. How do we make better choices, particularly in this season? Much of the things happening we have no control over, but the few things that we do have control over, one of them is to choose and to choose well. So how do we make better choices? The first thing we've got to do is to just recognize the choice that we're making. 
So in all the thousands of choices that we're, we're making every single day, many of them are subconscious. And I want you to picture in your mind's eye an iceberg. If you see an iceberg, you're actually only ever seeing 20% of it, the tip of the iceberg. 80% of the iceberg is below sea level. And that is really what our choices are like. Our choices tend to be just a fraction, 20%, the tip, if you like, of what is going deeper below the surface. What is going below the waterline, if you like, in terms of the thoughts that we think, in terms of the habits that we have, the values that we have, uh, the things that people have said to us or continue to say to us that may cause verbal prisons uh, in our in our lives and in our walks and so I want to encourage you first up is just every decision that we make is to recognize the choice maybe you found in this season is that you've been reacting quite badly to things uh, short-tempered with with your family you've been resorting back to some old comforts that you used to have which aren't healthy at all. Maybe there's some temptations that you've been struggling with, some addictions from even 10, 15, 20 years ago that now seem really, really appealing because we're struggling emotionally with the change and with the circumstances. Maybe we feel isolated and trapped and nowhere to turn. And we're finding that really difficult. And so the cause of that is, is that we're making some poor choices. I wanna encourage you just to think i think the answer to this is to think deeply the psalmist in psalm 139 talks about this is he asked god to examine his heart and to, to weigh weigh up whether there was any anxiousness in him and i i think that's a good practice to do in this season is actually before we're just making uh, unwise choices and responding and reacting poorly in the heat of the moment because of the pressure pot that we feel like we're in to take a step back and that's why things like silence and solitude and meditation in God's word and prayer is so pivotal not only do we get to know Jesus more and to know truth and to build our faith muscles up in this time but actually God in that process begins to show much more of what's in us. I, I, I'm seeing in my life some things that are coming out of me which are some anxieties and some values that I've been carrying which just aren't healthy. And so actually this pressure is revealing what's deep in my thinking and deep in my habits and deep in my heart. I'm allowing this moment for God to make me more like him in this season, to change my heart and to be more reflective of the choices that I make. I think the second thing that we need to do is to narrow the choice. And you may think that's quite odd because actually a lot of our choices have already been narrowed. Many of the things that we love to do and habitually do day in, day out, we actually no longer can do. But I think choice and the multitude of choices actually often doesn't help us. Uh, I haven't done this for a long time, but I remember the old Facebook invitations you used to get for parties and you'd have three options, yes, no, or maybe. 
And so many of us would press the baby because maybe we're thinking, is there a better option? You know, the grass is greener on the other side. Um, we want to keep our options open. Maybe we're like that as we talk to people and we've kind of got our phone in our pockets and uh, you know we, we hear a text come through and we, we're quick to respond to it or we're thinking about our work emails, particularly for those of you who are working at home right now. So you're constantly um, checking your emails to see what's going on. Uh, there's, there's so much noise, there's so much to distract us, there's so many choices out there still, even in this current climate. And I want to encourage you to narrow the choice, to actually um, not be undecided, to not be uh, afraid to commit, to not be paralyzed by the anxiety of making the wrong decision in this time, but actually is to deliberately and strategically and intentionally live our lives by design, not by default. And that means to actually narrow the choice. What are a few good things that you can do in this season? What are some good choices that you can do? And you've heard us say this on, on much of our online content, is that to choose to spend time with God in his word is so, so important. We're listening to a lot of news. We've been bombarded by a lot of news at the moment, a lot of perspectives and opinions. And how do we build faith into our lives in a climate of, of fear and unbelief? Well, we do that by meditating on truth. We trust God by thinking about his perspective and his truth and having a greater perspective of who he is. It's not about mustering uh, great faith, but actually it's about placing our simple mustard seed sized faith um, in a great God. And we do that by reading God's word, by getting his lens, his perspective, his view on things in our world at this moment in time. So spend time in God's word, spend time in silence, to spend time reflecting, to thinking, to praying, having quality time around the dinner table, taking that exercise, doing something creative, I'm getting my garden up to scratch at the moment because it's something positive that I can do in this time with the restrictions. I'm not just sat there thinking, oh, I would love to do this, or I wish I could do this right now, or if we'd had our Easter holiday, we'd be off to having this holiday with the family. None of that's really helpful in this time. What you've got to do is narrow the choice and say, within this time, what can we do that's healthy? As life is being stripped back and simplified, what can we put our hands to? Mow the lawn, clean up the yard, paint that fence, have that conversation with someone, play that board game with the kids, do things which are of quality, not quantity. And I think this season is actually a gift to us if we see it like that. So narrow the choice. The third thing and final thing is to make the choice, is to simply make the choice. In this time of emotional upheaval, many of us, though the choices have been narrowed, we may actually just go into a, a lockdown emotionally and mentally. Maybe it's just through uh, searching 
things on the internet. There's so much out there. There's so many perspectives and options that actually we're not curating even what we watch or what we view and we're just being consumed by so much information. I would encourage you to actually choose the choice. You can choose the habits that you form in this time. You can choose to pick up a book, a book that is good for you in this time, and read that book. You can choose to exercise. You can choose to pick up that phone and to call that certain someone. You can make the choice. And I want to encourage you to make the choice every single day. Make good choices, make wise choices. What's so wonderful in God is this, is that our past choice is not our last choice. So maybe you found, even in this last couple of weeks, just take the last few days even, you have become disheartened. Maybe you've given in to some temptation. Maybe you've said some things or done some things that you regret. I want to encourage you that the gospel is all about this message that our past choice, the choice that we made last night or the day before yesterday, doesn't have to be our last choice. We're, we're not stuck and stained, as it were, by that last choice that we can choose again. We can choose to rewrite the things that we have been doing over our lives recently. So let me encourage you in that. That is really the story of the prodigal son, is that he'd left his father, he took the inheritance, he went and did his own thing, he turned his back on his father, and things didn't work out. And yet he still made a choice. He still made a choice to return home, to come back. And what he found was the choice of the father, the choice of the father running with his arms open wide towards his lost son and embracing him. This is the welcome of the kingdom. This is the welcome from the king. This is who God is. The good news of the gospel, and maybe you're listening to me today and you're thinking about God, you're thinking about faith at this time. This is it in a nutshell. Is it even before the foundation of the world, God chose you. You didn't choose him. He chose you. And he loves you so much. And to demonstrate that chosenness that he became a man. And 2,000 years ago, he died on a cross. He died that death so that he could have a relationship with you and invite you to make a choice. Invite you to make a choice today. The Bible says today is the day of salvation and I want to encourage you to open up your hearts to open up your lives and to make a quality choice it's the greatest decision you'll ever make I'm 38 years old I made this decision when I was eight years old where having understood that God chose me is that I chose him and I invited him into my life and I decided to follow him I gave him my life for his life and I've known peace, and I've known joy, and I've known purpose, that no matter what life throws at us, what storms come our way, is that 
I have God and I have a relationship with him. The good news of the gospel, the good news of the Bible is that we get God. And you can choose God today. He's chosen you. He loves you. He loves you unconditionally. His affection is upon you. You're the apple of his eye. When he died on a cross for you, he saw your face. You were on his mind. And today he says, come, come home, come home. I'm waiting for you. I'm not just waiting for you, but I'm actually running towards you. Make that decision today. Say that prayer that I said many years ago, which is, God, if you're real, I want to know you. God, come into my life. God, I give you my sin. I give you my mistakes. I give you all the things that I've done wrong. And ask you to come and to forgive me and to give me a brand new start. God, I want you. I, I need freedom and hope. I want a relationship with you. Come into my life. I give you my life. Come and fill me with your Holy Spirit. Now, if you said that prayer and it is connecting with you, then we'd love for you to go on our website and to email in hello at hallvineyard.co.uk or stories at hallvineyard.co.uk or call the office. And we'd love to help you in this season to get off to a strong start. So let me just encourage you again to recognise that what you can control in all the things in this season that we can't control is you can control the choices that you make. Please choose wisely. Please choose life. Choose God in this moment. God bless.